Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Michael Dank, currently parochial vicar of St. Joseph Parish in Amherst. Welcome, Father. Thanks, Tim. So glad to be here again with you guys. Yeah, it's great to see you again. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, about what we believe as Catholics. And we're going to talk about some sacraments today. So let's start today's show by uh, defining what is a sacrament. So the UCAT says that uh, a sacrament is a visible sign instituted by Christ of an invisible reality. So it is a visible sign. It's a way for us to see and experience God instituted by Christ. So all the sacraments were instituted by Christ. And they basically make the invisible God visible. So what was invisible to us or is invisible to us is made visible through the sacraments. You know, people often say, if I could just see God or touch him or experience him, our primary way of experiencing God or touching God or seeing God is through the sacraments. So that's how we uh, primarily come to know Christ. And and the sacraments make us holy by the grace we receive, which... Uh, is a share in the life of God. Yeah, God's work, God's grace works, you know, in many ways. Uh, God's constantly pouring out his grace upon us and it unfolds in all of creation, but in a primary and a unique way, he bestows his grace to, uh, to us in the sacraments. Okay. So question 224 of the UCAT asks, why did Christ give us the sacrament of penance and the anointing of the sick? Well, notice, first of all, why did he give give us, you know, not make us? Like, people will often say, why do I have to go to confession? You know, all the sacraments are, are gifts. They're God's gift to us. And the sacrament of confession is especially God's gift to us because he knows that we, in our lives, we're weak, we're human, we're sinful, we get off course. And the, the sacrament of confession is given to us to bring us back. So the UCAT says that, Christ's love is shown in the fact that he seeks the lost and heals the sick. That is why he gave us the sacraments of healing and restoration in which we are freed from sin and strengthened in our physical and spiritual weakness. So the sacrament, the sacraments of healing, especially we're going to talk about reconciliation, is a, a strengthening and also a healing. You know, So he's forgiving our sins and he's strengthening us to be more resilient in, in our faith, to, to really be strong in our virtues and to overcome any weakness or vice. Okay. Uh, one one little antidote I like to put in here is one of my friends, Jeff, says that you're only one con- good confession away from being able to go to Mass and receive the Eucharist. That's right, yeah. So if you have been away, if you've been away from the faith or away from your church, um, go to confession. You know, or if we know of somebody. Or if you know of somebody, encourage them. And again, you know, our, our Holy Father, I think, is so wonderful because he says, don't beat him up about it. You know, Don't like highlight the fact that they're a sinner. I mean, we all are. But like, show them what this is all about, that you can encounter Christ. You're only one confession away from, first of all, encountering him, but then receiving, again, receiving him again in communion. And I know uh, at our church at Sacred Heart of Jesus in Wadsworth, we have where you can go face-to-face with the priest, or if you don't want the priest to see who you are, you can go behind the screen so you can have that 
uh, yeah, so you anonymous. do always have two options in confession. One, as you, as you mentioned, is face-to-face where you can go and you can actually sit and interact with the priest. And the other is behind the screen. So if you're pr- afraid, you know, the priest is going to recognize who you are or know you, um, you can also go behind the screen. Usually there's a kneeler there and there's some kind of uh, screen material that blocks you from, from the priest from seeing you. I know when I first came back to the church, I had been away for several years. I went to a different parish so that the priest, I knew he wouldn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. So I made that first confession, which did a little brain damage to him, I think. Maybe not, not, but uh, anyhow, that's... Well, the thing I always like to tell people is we've heard it all before. And I'm a young priest, and I've probably already heard it all, you know. And uh, But I love, I love not only going to confession myself but I also love being a priest in confession it's a wonderful sacrament you don't ever have to be afraid or ashamed um, it's so uh, so good to be able to come to a priest and, and reveal it all and know that no matter what you say two things it's going to, it's all it's always going to be forgiven so nothing you there's no unforgivable sin anything you say can be forgiven and the second thing is it'll never be mentioned again that is between you and God, and you know the the priest is kind of a privileged encounter to be there with you. That's a great point. One of the other things, I mean, the Sisters of Charity taught me to go to confession every first Saturday of the month, so we wouldn't forget. Mm-hmm. And I know the one thing that frequent confession for me personally relieves me of carrying around that guilt right. of the sins that I know. And and frankly, at my advanced age of fifty seven. I still commit a lot of the same sins over and over, but I feel that by receiving the grace of the Holy Spirit in the sacrament, that I'm sinning less often and less severely. Right. Yeah, there's something to be said about that frequent confession, the idea that um, we we all need to continually be converted in our lives, and we all need to the grace of, of confession to grow in strength. You know, so it, it is encouraged that it be frequently. People will say, how, Father, how often do I have to go, or how often you know, ought I go? And um, really, just try to think of, um, I think bare minimum is once a year. You know, that's kind of like one of the precepts of the church is that once a year you go to confession, receive communion. But it's good to do it at least during Advent and Lent. And if you can get into the practice of doing it quarterly or monthly, our Holy Father, John Paul II, did it weekly, you know, while he was still with us. And he was a pretty holy guy. Well, you think, yeah, he was a a holy, (laughs) wonderful guy, but he so much knew and needed God's uh, mercy. And as you say, every time we go kind of wipes the slates clean, but it also it strengthens us, you know, to, to grow in, in virtue. So again, you made a great point. It, it's a gift, mm-hmm. but we have to be able to receive it and take advantage of it by actually taking the time to go on a regularly and hopefully a frequent basis. Yeah, and I think the most important thing is, you know, as we described sacrament before, sacraments make God visible. And sometimes when we get caught up in sin, we start to ask ourselves, where is God in my life? How come I don't feel him? Why can't I see him? Well, if we're like kind of trapped in sin, it makes it very difficult for us to realize God's presence. But when you actually go to the sacrament, God becomes visible in that priest. So this is why I do love face-to-face. You can always go behind the screen, but I love face-to-face because you can see the face of Father. You can see the face, you know, of God. And God can see your face through the priest. And the priest lays hands on you, and when the priest lays hands on you and absolves you from your sins and says, I absolve you from your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, you know, I got to tell you, when I, when I do that over people, when I absolve them and pray with them and invoke the Holy Spirit, I can see visibly the release. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They come in so burdened and, and just so um, just kind of trapped by all this, and once they get it out and bring it to the, to the, to the Father... 
and, and receive con, uh, absolution, it's an unburdening. And, and they, you look at their face and it's a transformation. They're glowing. They're happy. They're joyful. They're smiling. And I just love to get to witness that. It's a pretty privileged experience. That, that's a great point, Father. When we go to confession frequently, we're releasing that guilt and, and that burden that we're carrying. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a spiritual nourishing and replenishing that we get, but actually emotionally and psychologically and, and physically in some cases. Yeah, I mean, we are whole human persons, so we are body, mind, soul, and spirit. And so for these sacraments of healing that we'll talk about anointing too, it is to bring about an entire conversion and healing. So of our emotions, of our spiritual life, you know, our physical life, all of it is, is tied together in the human person. Okay. Well, question 225 of the UCAN asks, what names are there for the sacrament of penance? So depending on when you grew up or what generation you grew up in, you might have heard different names that it is called. So some of, some, sometimes you may hear it called sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament of forgiveness, the sacrament of conversion, or simply confession. And these are all, they're all great names and they all kind of describe different aspects of what confession is. So it is a reconciling sacrament. When you go to confession, again, if you have in any way cut yourself off from God or the church, when you go to confession, you're reconciled. You're back united fully and reconciled with the body of Christ and with the Father, with Christ. So it it is a, a sacrament of reconciliation. It's also forgiveness. So we can't forgive our own sins. You know, sometimes people will joke about priests that we just go to confession to a mirror, you know, but we can't. You know, we, we, I, I go to another priest and the Holy Father goes to a priest when he wants to go to confession because it, it's this whole notion of being forgiven by God. Only God can forgive sins. And he's given us this wonderful gift of confession. He forgives sins through his priests. Finally, con- uh, conversion. The idea, too, and I want to caution, you know, frequent confession and uh, just sometimes people can get caught in scrupulosity and just keep coming back to confession. You confess the same sins and there's no change in their life. You know, the idea with confession is there's supposed to be conversion, you know, so that when we confess our sins, it's not like we jump back right and do it, you know, do the same sin all week long and then come back next week and kind of get like three minutes of release, you know. So there should be actual conversion that happens in our life and a turning away from sin and turning to, to Christ. Okay. So that's question 228 asks, who can forgive sins and who instituted the sacrament? So many, I'll read from the UCAT here because I think it's great. Many people say, I can go directly to God. Why do I need a priest? I hear this all the time. I can go right to God. Why do I need a priest? And the funny thing is, I'll, sometimes when I finally get people to come to confession, you know, they finally confess it, you know, they say, Father, I've... I've want, I've, I, I know God forgives me, but I, I still feel guilty about this. You know, and they said, I've talked to God directly about it, and I still feel guilty about this. You know, there's a woman I know that um, had an abortion, and she has gone through all the steps. She's gone to counseling. She's talked it out, and she's never gotten healing. And she finally came to confession, and she has healing. And um, so God, though, wants it otherwise. You know, and so... People will say, why do I have to go to a priest? God desires. You know, he just, he's given us this gift. Um, we rationalize our sins, and we like to kind of sweep things under the rug. And that's why God wants us to actually tell our sins and to acknowledge them in a personal encounter. So again, it's personal, and it's an encounter with Christ. When we actually bring them up 
in front of a priest. I mean, that takes a lot of courage, but it also is freedom. You know, when we can bring it up to another person, we stop tricking ourselves and deceiving ourselves and keeping in the dark. Because when we keep it to ourselves and in the dark, Satan has a field day with it. But the moment we bring it to a priest in confession, from that moment on, God, um, God is completely in control now. And uh, from scripture we hear in John, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. So that's when, uh, when Christ said that to his disciples, and uh, that was the institution of the whole notion of the sacrament of confession, scripturally. So it's what Christ wants us to do, and he instituted it for our benefit. Right, yeah. And again, that's one thing you brought up. Uh, another great point is when we go to confession, we actually get some advice from the priest who, as you said, has heard it all before. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing new, and he can maybe give us some uh, tips or, or ways that maybe we can overcome some right, of the yeah. sins that we commit over We don't and over have to again. do it on our own. You know, we don't have to overcome the sin on our own. We, I know, I know an elderly lady that comes, and she's so grateful that she can finally open up and talk about a struggle she's had forever. And uh, that's been a wonderful thing for her to have that interaction and that, that advice and that feedback. Great. And, of course, Christ is the one who instituted the sacrament. He did. He instituted it, and we, we know that both from our scripture and tradition. So um, as with all the sacraments, they were in- instituted by Christ to be that visible sign for us of the invisible reality. Okay, great. Well, we've been listening to Father Michael Dank uh, on the UCAT and talking about the sacrament of confession. Father, you have a, uh, a blog, I do, you? and I would love to tell you about this because I have an article on confession. that I, I love the sacraments, and I would love for you to read it. So if you go to my blog, it's Father Michael Dank. Blogspot.com. Click on Confession, and you can read all about it. It will, it'll even tell you how to go to confession and where to find a priest. Excellent. And this has been Tim Perry, your host for Faith with Father. Until next time, may God bless you and yours. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.